Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash profaneargument. Or click the Audible link on our website, profaneargument.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPad, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, August 15th, 2017. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. This week, do we have anything to talk about? Um, (laughs) Nothing happened. Let's end the show. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be talking about, I just love this one, a fatwa on Frosty. And, uh, of course, we're going to address Charlottesville and the stuff that has happened there and all the fallout. But first, I wanted to address some tweets that we we received from one of our listeners. Uh, he was – how did he put it? He was horrified uh, after listening to episode 63 and finding out that we misconstrued his tweet. He said that he was only joking at the fact that that uh, Jared might literally be crapping on something other than a toilet, not implying that flags or anything else were sacred. So I just I just wanted to say that's okay. We got it. I understand. I just wanted to make sure that everyone else who was listening understood where we were coming from in the whole nothing is sacred viewpoint. So no problem. I understand where you're coming from. And uh, he says he has been a listener since episode one. And this is oh. Zedram on Twitter. And uh, hey, thanks for listening. And no problem. Hopefully we won't be confused by the Twitter box in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding out more and more that I am not good at social media. <laughs> so. Seriously, and as we've learned this week and many weeks previous, nothing ever gets blown out of proportion or misconstrued from a Twitter tweet. (laughs) (laughs) People's lives are always better when they tweet. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, I thought I'd mention this real fast. uh, There's a group who is trying to get... So there's a group of like seven or eight people who bonded together. They were all blocked by the president and they're trying to, uh, they're trying to, they're suing the president and there's, they're trying to get the, uh, the, the page unblocked to them. Their, his Twitter account unblocked because it violates their freedom of speech because he's the president. This is their argument (laughs) that he's the president. They have a right to know what he's tweeting. And him blocking them is a violation of their their rights. Hmm. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how that's really uh, really going to work because you can still look his tweets up. Yeah, you just don't get them directly. So, did you see what Cal Penn tweeted about him? Uh, I don't think so. I know. I know we're going to be getting into Trump stuff later. I don't want to get too too far in the weeds with him right now, but. He reposted a tweet that Donald Trump had said something about North Korea, about bombing them or whatever the hell he's been saying. And Cal Penn's like, hey, Twitter, did uh, Donald Trump just break your terms of service by tweeting out something threatening or or, or threatening hmm. violence? Uh, they did not it, shut down his account, though. <laughs> what was it? The, the Also, the um, uh, the Anne Frank Museum or some such group said that it was hate speech and they, they requested that Twitter shut him down as well. So that's coming from a couple of different angles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. They're they're trying to get uh, trying to get the president off of Twitter. Mm-hmm. He attracts so many people to Twitter, they will never shut him down. No. 
He is a Twitter cash cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in any case, I want to hit a few stories before we do get into Trump. The couple things that we had talked about previously on the show. There's the uh, online school in Ohio that we mm. talked about, O-H-D-E-L-A. I don't even remember what that is. Ohio Department of Education Online, something or other. But uh, in any case, you can look that up. It's on. It'll be on the article. But they claim that the letter they received from the FFRF is... Uh, the complaint that they received is unfounded, that they do not teach in any way creationism in their biology classes, <laughs> and that uh, they they have nothing to do with the book entitled Biogenesis. In it, I think the subtitle is In the Beginning, Compelling Evidence for Creation and the Flood. They say that they do not use that in their curriculum, that in no way do they teach creationism. But a parent <laughs> claimed that um, their child... There was a unit called Biogenesis, which included that book. So This is true. Hmm. So I don't know. They did not say that they were researching, that they were investigating whether or not a teacher had included this in. They did say that their teachers are not uh, supposed to do things like that. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But uh, according to them, they are not in violation of the uh, of the Constitution because they're, they say they're not teaching that. So we'll is there see. any way to prove it? <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't really know. I think the I think the opposite would be true. You would have to find proof that they were before, yeah. you know. But teaching it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hopefully they're just not, and uh, we can move on. <laughs> Holding my breath. <laughs> uh, over in Michigan, there's a pastor by the name of Mitch Olson. I don't know whether this I I found this funny, but I don't know if <laughs> it wasn't funny for her. But <laughs> no, certainly not. No. Certainly not. But ridiculous. But the pastor has been accused of sexual assault. So there is a I think she's 20 years old now, a woman in the Grace Ministry Center in Michigan. Her pastor, well, she had asked for prayer and he said that he would uh, would pray for her and anoint her with oil. And she thought that was great. But he apparently he was like, well, I don't have any on me. I'll contact you later. And uh, contacted her at 8 or 9 o'clock, texted her, asking what her address was. She gave him the address, didn't think anything of it. It's her pastor. Trusted him. So uh, he came over and brought anointing oil. And uh, the police report then reads that he said a prayer placed oil on her head and did the same on her shoulders then asked if he could put oil on her breasts she said yes uh he put his hands down the front of her shirt making skin to skin contact and then on her stomach and then asked if she if he could put oil on her buttock she said yes he put his hands down the back of her pants uh then asked if he could put oil on her pubic area she said yes he then did so and uh, also then touched her knees and ended with her feet. She now, ex Yes? Keeping in mind that this is the pastor that she has had since sixth grade. This is somebody right. that she trusts implicitly. Yeah. So she then apparently called up her mom and explained what uh, what happened. And her mom kind of I probably freaked out a little bit uh, and said that it wasn't right. And then she started a campaign against him because she wanted to protect other women from feeling the way that she now does. I find it amazing. Here's the funny part. Yeah. What he claims is that, well, his hands were oily, so he may have slipped and touched her pants. Oh, oh his hand slipped and his hand might have gone into her <laughs> pants. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was oily and slippery. Yeah. 
That is the worst. I mean, that's not quite as bad as the uh, Jerry Sandusky thing of, you know, do you like touching little boys? And his answer is, well. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me be clear. The answer to that is no. (laughs) It's just no. So when you ask the pastor, well, did you touch her inappropriately? And he goes, well. (laughs) (laughs) Might have slipped. So I guess I will have to to tread on shaky ground here. Oh no, I'm right there with you, buddy. Was she over eighteen when <laughs> this 20. happened? Yes, she's twenty. Okay. The the problem with this is that this is a religious girl. This has been her pastor since sixth grade. How old are you in sixth grade? I don't know. Well, young teens, something like that. So she trusts him. That it's a position of trust. I don't care what age she is. If she, if it's a you know an eighty year old grandmother and he did that to her, would that be I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think where Ian was going with this, correct me if I'm wrong, Ian, is uh did he violate the law? Ah. She and let I him think do the it. Ans- <laughs> yeah. She said yes. Probably not. No. He he definitely violated her trust. He should not be a pastor or really in any place of yeah. authority authority around women or anyone. Anyone, um, people. Yeah. He should not be in a position, in that kind of position of trust. That's the 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 really important part of this, is because the, the people trust pastors with their children, you know, alone with these people because they they trust that they're good people because they're you know paths to to to, to their religion to their God. Yes, and to betray that trust, you sh- you know you you give up your rights at that point. You may not go to jail because she is over eighteen, but if the church does not expel him. There's something wrong with the church. So in that uh, in that vein, uh, Grace Ministry Center board member Gordon Farnsworth said that uh, there's a lot of discrepancy as far as the story goes. He didn't feel there was a lot of intent for a lustful nature. He's been there several years and seeing at what he's done for the community and leading people to Christ. He feels that the guy was truly trying to help this young lady and uh, might have used poor judgment. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like nothing's happening to him. That, but, that, sound, that sounds right. That, as as soon as that part started, I was like, so what you're saying is he gets six months paid administrative leave while they investigate <laughs> if there's any wrongdoing? Where have I heard yeah. that a thousand times before? I yeah. guess my other pause in this is when does any amount of adult responsibility shift to this woman? This is not a little girl. This is not a child. This is a 20-year-old woman who doesn't know the difference between good touch, bad touch. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? I'm totally with you. on, And I'm also – here, listen. <sighs> One, I mean, the moment he's like, hey, can I anoint your breasts? Like, does she think that that's – I mean, I don't – I can't speak to this woman's intelligence. <laughs> but she so – I don't know how she could think that was normal. Too. Well, let me, let's back up a second, though. I mean, there's one important fact that was not included in the very beginning, and that is that she she requested to be anointed to cleanse herself of sexual sins. Uh, okay. I guess I could kind of go there, that yeah. she might think that anointing the breast might cleanse her of that. Yeah. But, and that's for that's one part of it. But the second part of it is, obviously, this guy is a scumbag, um, mm. and he might have thought he was getting the go-ahead. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm honest. Like, you know, he, I mean, look well, at the picture of him. Yeah. He's probably like, yeah, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get me some. You know, there's nothing, no rule against that, right? As far as I know, there, there is no law against it, but morals should tell you that there's something wrong with it because of the position. Oh, I'm not of trust, saying et cetera, et cetera. he's, I'm not saying he's morally right. I mean, look what he did. Mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, that's I think that is it, you're you're mixing up your relationships. So are you saying that um, if you had a male gynecologist, not you, if I had a male gynecologist and I let him touch my boobs, that that's giving him you know no, permission because that's obviously a a clinical situation. That's part of his job. All right. So what if it's just my regular physician? That's part of his job. No, not really. <laughs> well, what, 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 he's checking your breast for breast cancer or? Usually, the gynecologist does that usually. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. then, I, well, wouldn't you, I guess you, if that were you, you'd be like, well, isn't that my gynecologist's job? And he's like, oh, I take it back. I didn't mean it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it crosses, I, a, it crosses a line. While that's true, uh, isn't it the medical boards? Wouldn't wouldn't that go before the medical board to say whether or not he should lose his license to practice medicine? Yes. Oh, I'm not saying this is against the law. Still, right. I'm saying it, it's um, it disqualifies him from the position of trust that he holds. And here's my point: not according to his church. But the the article that you posted, though, the very last line. The Herald report, so there's a local newspaper reported this, also noted that Olson struggled with pornography and was confronted about it at another church where he worked. <laughs> yep. So again, this is a case where a guy works at a church, has done something wrong, and gets farmed off to another church. Oh, you're right. saying pornography is wrong? Huh? No. But then I go <laughs> back to my original statement. He clearly thought he was going to get some. <laughs> That's why he kept going. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so so he's a. a Youngish man, he's presented with a woman who says that she is ashamed of her sexual past and wants to cleanse herself of her sexual sins. And it's somewhat okay if he takes advantage of her because he thinks, oh. Oh, no, no. It, I'm not saying that <laughs> any of this is okay. Okay. I'm just saying how he might have just kept going with it. I mean, clearly the guy's got a problem. If he's a pastor yeah. and he's got a porn problem, <laughs> you need to start rethinking your career. Well, I mean, I, what is a porn problem for a, a priest? Any well, pornography? Know. Yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> so, doesn't that come down to the church? Probably. I mean, really, yeah. here's here's the problem that we're looking at is the church is letting him get by with this. Mm. And the church, I mean, they're not enforcing the morality. And they're, they're saying that, okay, he can still be a pastor. Right. And I have no argument that um, it, whatever goes through his mind He's a he's a man. It goes through his mind. Acting on it is where he went too far. Well, maybe if they let him have that porn. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the porn, but yeah. Well, and also the church should recognize that the, their their parishioners are in a vulnerable position. Right. And I think a lot of churches don't don't even recognize that. Right. I mean, how many you've met twenty year old women who are naive, and usually if they're naive, they are you know brought up in the church. And if, you know, she's – obviously, she – if she's going to her church and trying to atone for having sex and she's a 20-year-old, eh, there's some naivete going on there. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm just I'm just curious. Like, if you were at your gynecologist, how much would he have to do before you would be like, hey, wait a minute. I think this guy's doing something wrong. Or would you immediately be like, okay, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> there's a certain um, routine that comes about. Right. <laughs> Anything out of the routine would obviously make me go – Mm, no. Like, he's like, you know, so. I'd be way more comfortable doing this carrying with my pants off. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a problem with that. <laughs> but I guess I'm just saying, you know, to not – to have it go that far and – like, I'm completely, completely ignorant of the oil anointing process. Even with my complete ignorance, when a hand goes down my pants, I've got to think <laughs> and probably say – not just think, like, nope, 
<laughs> this process is not part of the process. There is no ritual. There is no passage. <laughs> there is no put your hands down there, put your hands in that honka honka kind of situation <laughs> at all. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Again, my only thought is clear. He, he is probably a scumbag, <laughs> but I've got to assume that there are two sides to this story and I'm only hearing one. Well, I, I would actually roll it all the way back to the fact that he texted her at eight o'clock at night and said, can I, can I come over to your house to deal with this? What's your address? Right there. Sure. You got red flags. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's there's a lot of red flags there. There One, is almost what, nonstop red flags. <laughs> the most when, shocking when, thing to me is like, what, what did he? Th what, did he really think he was going to get away with this? He did get away with it. But I he mean, did? like, he obviously wanted more. Like, you don't go that far just to go. Okay, I got my hands down your pants. I'm going home now. No, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna take it that far. You want to get laid. So did he think like this girl's clearly a slut? So. You know, next time she'll let me go further. Oh it's yeah, maybe yeah, maybe that's what he was thinking. He was pre-planning. Mm -hmm. That's there a good go. point. All right, I'm moving on. Okay, okay. So next we have a new law over in Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, the lawmakers uh, this Texas. week approved a bill that would require women to pay a separate health insurance premium to get coverage for elective abortions. Oh, I hate Texas. It passed ninety-five to fifty-one. Of course, it did. I kind of just want to throw this out there to discuss what what's the problem with that. But uh so the, here here's the what is what the people against it are saying. Women don't plan to get raped. <laughs> Parents don't plan for their children to be victims of incest. Asking someone to foresee something like that and buy supplemental insurance to cover that horrific possibility, it's uh it's ridiculous and cruel. It's basically they equivocate it to uh rape insurance. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what, at what, if anything, are they qualifying as elective abortions? Are those like the fun, leisurely kind? <laughs> I don't know what they're, what, what's under that umbrella. I think it's anything that is not uh, a doctor saying uh, a life is in danger. We need to abort this pregnancy. Or abnormalities mm. or incest or rape or any, anything other than. Nope. Um, nope. Incest yeah, and rape are not, those are elective. Yeah. It does not, there's no election, there's no exemption for. Fetal Correct. abnormalities, rape, or incest. Okay. Yeah. So only if the mother's life is in danger is it not uh, – or is it non-elective? Ah, Texas. Well, <laughs> it's, it, it's – the problem with it – so, I mean, you, your um, supposition is that why is it acceptable? So it, would it be acceptable for uh, – what is the um, male enhancement, the little blue pills? Viagra. Viagra, thank you. Would I don't know why I know that. <laughs> It's common knowledge. I just couldn't come up with a name. Um, could could you you'll be forced to pay extra for Viagra and like medications? I mean, can you you know opt in for that and get know. on the list? Am I suffering from elective erectile dysfunction? <laughs> <laughs> no, just mechanical. Oh, well, then reason. I then I have to have it. <laughs> then it is mandatory, and it should be covered. Is it okay to charge somebody who's, uh, you know, who has a history of cancer in their family? Should they be charged more since it's likely they will have cancer in the future? Yeah, because well, healthy people shouldn't have to pay for sick people. Yeah, right. exactly the Republican <laughs> note. There are some, there are some um, cancers that can be diagnosed with a blood test. If you have genetic predisposition or you, if you have certain ele elevation or if you have HPV, um, there are a number of different things you can test for to determine a future, you know, possibility of cancer. 
So should you do all those tests up front and determine how much you should charge people? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Why yeah. do you think those those companies are trying to get genetic samples from their employees? Yeah. Because once they figure out if either one, you're never gonna you're not gonna work here in another ten years, we can let you go, or we need to raise your insurance mm. because you know you're gonna get sick. It's crazy where we're headed, probably. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And, and it negates the whole purpose of insurance, which is to spread the risk out over a large pool. That's no, the you, you don't insurance. get insurance. <laughs> you got to – Jesus, Paul Ryan explained this, all right? All right. Healthy people are paying for sick people. The sick people – What? <laughs> God damn it. It's fucking moronic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. I don't get into car accidents. Why should I have car insurance? <laughs> I'm a really good driver. I can avoid every accident. Why do I need car insurance? Yeah. Why am I paying for these these accident-prone people? I don't know. I think one of the worst things about this is a, a, so a woman who has – a woman of means, someone you know who's well-off, who wants to have an abortion, they'll be able to pay for it out of pocket. But then they could have easily been paying for that increase in insurance as well. A woman who does not have those resources – you're just you're just screwed, and you can't you're, afford to have a baby either. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to Texas. Yeah, uh, the bill is now going to the desk of Governor Greg Abbott, and he has shown support for it, so it will likely yes. be law. Well, and then you know there will be somebody will sue them. I don't know if it'll be the ACLU or whoever, but somebody will because that's ridiculous. And the other part of this that we haven't really touched on yet, it then you're on a list at that point. You're on a list of of women who are willing to get an abortion. There's a list of women that are willing to have an abortion and a list of women who are not willing to have an abortion. And it's written down now. That's completely wrong. And it's in the hands of the Republicans who wrote that law. Yeah. I'm really troubled by that. So moving over to Alabama. (laughs) Yeah, life sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Moving now, this is going to suck too. But there's one weird part to it. But so we talked last week about Roy Moore. This is the Ayatollah of Alabama. Who is running for Senate against a couple other people who I don't have in front of me? Luther Strange, who is the acting senator, and Brooke. I don't have his Mo. first name. Mo, Mo Brooks. That's mm. it. So, according to the final poll, uh, that was taken, I think, on the 11th, Mr. Moore, Ray Moore, the Ayatollah of Alabama, is ahead by 12 points. Oh, that's a lot of points. That is. I believe I predicted that he would win. (laughs) Yes. Uh, However, there was a turn of events yesterday. Donald Trump uh, actually- The robocalls? For for Doctor Strange? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he He tweeted his support. Yes. So Luther Strange got all the support from Trump. Who knows where that's going to go now? I bet she's like, uh, that's all right, Mr. President. I don't need your support. I'd like to win. Oh, that's today. Yes, it is today. And I was just trying to uh, to find out if we could get any live stats, but uh, it might take me longer than I anticipated. So okay. in any case, we might have some more news on that near the end of the show. So what about that Brooks guy? Is he is he the the good option? The better than those other two options? He is I'm trying I get I'm going to get Strange and Brooks. I'm trying to not get them mixed up. I'm assuming if you get Donald Trump's endorsement, you're a scumbag. So Strange <laughs> is already off the list. And we already know yeah, Moore Roy is Moore just, is a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. So I believe that Brooks was the most what we what I would call old school Republican. Okay. And now it looks like since so there's why, a, oh, sorry, there's more there's more than two of them. So if no candidate gets fifty percent today, 
The top two were moved to a runoff on September 26. And that's before the general election, which is in December. So this just today doesn't decide anything permanently. This just decides this is this all this craziness is to decide the Republican nominee for the Senate position. Right. And right. this is the primary. Right. This is the primary. And since oh, there's three of snap. them, since there's three of them with a decent number, it's probably going to go to September because they need Wild 50%. Snap. Why does Trump like this strange guy? Because <laughs> he liked his movie? <laughs> I don't know. No, I he, think I'm sure he's supporting something that Trump is trying to push through Congress. Or well, the, he has uh, been a Trump supporter. Ah, right. so he ah, he loyalty. bent the knee. Yeah, <laughs> good reference. So, 34 percent of the area is reporting, and Roy Moore is at 41.5 percent of the vote. He is ahead by 10 points ahead of Luther Strange. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to Vegas, man. I'm going to bet on this shit now. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll go to a runoff in September. So, And with only two of them, it might change. So who knows? So this needs to be – it needs to be 50%? 50, 50, they need over 50%, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It seems unlikely that more will get more than 50%. But yeah, we'll check again later. Yeah. Right. Down in Florida, I thought yeah. this was a little interesting for Florida. A judge has ruled in a case where there was a, an eight-year-old kid who went in for surgery. I don't remember what the surgery was for. But uh, in recovery, he has not been doing well. And the father has declined. For the, the doctor said you, he needs a blood transfusion. And the father says no absolutely not refused to let the medical staff administer the blood transfusion the apparently the doctor then went to a judge and the judge bidwell issued a three-page order detailing that uh, the religious rights of the parents do not overrule the need uh, and the life of their child so the the doctor has been ordered to administer a blood transfusion. This is only one blood transfusion, so if he needs another, they will have to go back to the judge again. It's not carte blanche. That's fair enough, but all right. I'm applauding in my head. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. <What> a fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> the father. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. But remember, children are property of the parents until they turn 18. <laughs> they get to oh, decide. So, so Ian can go kill his son Unless you haven't been born yet. <laughs> Oh, unless you haven't been born yet, right. Oh, yeah. okay. If you're still a fetus, then you're not the property of your parent. Right. Well, Ian, if you're ever strapped for cash, I guess you can go sell Owen on the black market as a slave. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> My religion insists yes. that it be done. And he's your property. That's true. Yeah. yeah, but where are you going to find a religion that endorses slavery? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> That's a tough one. I got to think about that. <laughs> oh, dear. Go to the judge. Yeah. Good news from Florida. I thought I'd mention it. Uh, not quite as good news and no, <laughs> no way as good news. We mentioned Malaysia and mm. the atheists in Malaysia, the picture that they took and the fact that they are now being kind of hunted down. Well, that blew up and is way worse now. It's Shahidun, been one week. What yeah. Shahidun Kasim. He is a minister under the current, in the current president's cabinet in Malaysia. He has declared that the atheists need to be hunted down. He suggests that uh, we hunt them down until the end. And he cites in the Federal Constitution of Malaysia, Islam is the religion of the Federation. And it says that other religions may, uh, Christianity, Buddhism, Confucianism, Hinduism, th those are all religions. So they can be practiced. But it doesn't mention anything about atheism. 
You don't have those without a religion. Yes. So if you don't have a religion, one of the ministers in Malaysia is saying, yeah, you're going to be hunted down and prosecuted. So if you're in Malaysia, stop taking pictures of yourself and posting them as being an atheist. You might want to for, think about getting out. <laughs> for yeah. sure. I mean, yet another place off that gets added to the never visit list. Yeah. yeah. On a no my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm with Ray. I would never stand up for my rights in Malaysia. Not I currently. Hope, I hope that the guy, you know, Stopped it, hunt them down and prosecute them. <laughs> yeah. Hunt them down until the end. How dramatic these people are. Yeah. I know. But I think that the worst part is I think that what they're looking to do is get the people's information, find out if their parents were Islamic. If their parents were Muslim, then prosecute them as as apostates. Sure. We also ask the media to help us identify these groups. Now would they wow. be okay if one of these atheists, like when they hunted them down, be like, Nope, I guess what I believe now. Yeah. Like, would they be, oh, shit, he's a believer now. <laughs> I don't know what the rules are in Malaysia, but in several of uh, Muslim-majority countries, as long as you then go start begin attending, uh, going to uh, mosque and, you know, studying the Quran, and you have to prove that you're actually participating. So you get a 10-day reprieve? <laughs> they, they, they're okay. As long as you go back to the religion. All right. Mm. They're okay with it. Yeah. Well, That'll buy me some time to flee. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, and what this guy says, it's not that they want to be atheists. They just don't have religious knowledge. They lack – the lack of religious knowledge has made them this way. That is <laughs> chilling. <laughs> In the afterlife, we'll also be questioned if we've explained the religion to them. Wow. Right. So he thinks that God is going to question him about right. whether or not he tries. He's gonna, God, God's going to hold him accountable for these other people who who don't believe in God. Right. A god of some sort or yeah. another. Yeah. Why does God care? <laughs> because God loves you. <laughs> and he wants you to be in heaven. Wasn't it, isn't there something in, in Islam about um, once everybody is Muslim, something happens? It's their equivalent of uh, Ragnarok. the end times. <laughs> Ragnarok, sure. <laughs> I, I'm not 100% about that, but I know there is in Christianity. Yeah. The end times don't won't occur until every, every man, woman, and child has heard the uh, the story of Jesus. Boy, Do they have to is... believe it or just hear the story? Hear the story. Hmm. Well, everybody's fucking heard it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that should have happened. <laughs> well, I'm thinking it, there are still uncivilized places in the world, which is why we have missionaries. Okay. Again, Christians trying. trying to bring about genocide. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> also, with the amount of babies being born every day, I mean, doesn't it seem like a test that it will never be completed? Well, I, how do you how do you Hit the point where all of them, right. You just have to not have babies for nine months. <laughs> you tell everybody what the word is. All right, then. Now nothing happened. Crap. <laughs> Weird. Oh, nothing happened still. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. in the article that I'm linking, there is an email. If anybody has any information on pro bono attorneys who might be able to help people in Malaysia, mm. uh, there is a link in there. Uh, they are seeking help. Donate if you can. Yeah. A little bit more lighthearted, over in Saudi Arabia – I mean, it's lighthearted for Saudi Arabia, really. <laughs> a An imam, um, Sheikh Mohammed – holy crap, his name is like eight pages long. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm, 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 I'm going to butcher it and it's going to be bad. It's in the article. You can look. Yeah. Uh, he says he has put out a fatwa. It is not permitted – to make a statue out of snow to represent a man even by way of play and fun. He has put out a fatwa against Frosty the Snowman. Wow. 
the snow in where is this Saudi Arabia? Yes, snow has covered the upland areas of the northern province near the uh, border with Jordan for <laughs> the third consecutive year. Take that global warming. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, as it turns out, it, it, they're getting snow because of global warming. <laughs> <laughs> sure. They're getting storms that they never used to get. So, huh. But yes, I just find it amazing that an imam has so much time on his hands that he has to put out a law against children making snow in. <laughs> against fun. Yeah. yeah. Not even for the purpose of fun. If you don't put one out every month, people think you're slacking. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fatwa quota. Yeah. <laughs> So apparently there was a, a photo of a man in formal Arab garb holding the arm of a quote-unquote snow bride that he had dressed up wearing a bra and lipstick. <laughs> and uh, this was cited by the by the, the imam as a reason for the ban, as fear of sedition. What? What? <laughs> God. Somebody define sedition for me. I'm not understanding this. Conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against authority. Huh. <laughs> What? So this guy is rebelling against Islam. Yeah, you can't be making snow brides. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> so the imam says that uh, building snowmen is imitating the infidels. It promotes lustiness and eroticism. <laughs> well, one wearing bra and a lipstick. I can see his argument. But <laughs> what do I'm these sorry. people do for fucking fun? <laughs> Yeah, like what do they do? A snowman in, their in a bra and, and lipstick does not promote lustiness in me. I don't care. <laughs> to each his own. Uh, when all your women are covered up and uh, yeah, you Just know, head to toe, you might be like, himself. "Oh man, that snowman's looking good." Look at those yeah. curves. <laughs> the sight of just a bra might be enough. Too true. Like, doesn't it seem like Muslims just have no fun? Oh yeah. Like, what Pray the fuck do they do in the ri- in, when they got nobody to rail on, no stupid law to make? What do they do? It's like hookah. they can't – it seems like they can't do anything. Can they hookah? <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. smoke Yeah. Yeah. That's, that looks like fun. It's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> yeah. What, smoking hookahs? Yeah. Lame. Huh. Okay. It just hurts after a while. Sure. And I'm a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd never do it now. I'm an ex-smoker and no. <laughs> <laughs> Because it is tobacco, right? Flavored, usually. Yeah. yeah. And you can't, and everything tastes the same. <laughs> okay. Well, you're a smoker. You can't taste things anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm moving back on to national news. Uh, before we get on to Trump, we're, we're going to hit the edge of Trump. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about Jeffrey Lord a bit. Oh. Because, so he was recently fired from CNN as being a, a Republican mouthpiece on CNN. And the reason that he was was let go is because he tweeted Sig Heil. Now, I know everybody is up in arms about the Nazis because of the stuff going on in Charlottesville. But he tweeted that – I mean, if you look at the, the, the chain that was there, and it's not much. He was – it seems obviously satirical. Yes. Do you agree well, with that? he was calling the guy a, a Nazi. He was calling him a fascist. Yeah. Right. He said that his publication was a fascist publication or something to that effect. And the guy retorted with, your headline has a mistake in it. Why do you expect anyone to take you seriously when you don't take yourself seriously? Which, whatever. And he responded to that with, see, Kyle? So. Now, I don't get the humor in there. I think he was no. going for humor. Yeah. I don't think it's funny. No. But of all the things he has said on yeah. air 
live on camera. Really? A sarcastic tweet is what's going to bring him down? I think <laughs> CNN was just looking for an excuse because it is absolutely taken out of context. And he was not advocating that no. he was a, a supporter of any type. And this was before Charlottesville, by the way. Yeah. It was. Yeah, um, yeah that's I think true. they were just it's because attempt. he is such a fucking nut job uh, that they were just looking for excuse. <laughs> yeah, he he. I don't think that he actually believes a lot of the things he says. He's playing a role of the far right antagonist on CNN. I, yeah, and I he's smiling be, the whole time. The, the, yeah. that goofy smile. And he's actually a very good person. So the whole th- the whole kit just bothers me. I don't understand it. The next is one it? to go is going to have to be uh, that. Paris guy. I forget what his name is. Paris. I don't think he's going to do anything. I don't think he said anything that's inflammatory in any way. Oh, so. he was... Oh, yeah. I've seen <laughs> I him mean, get into numerous fights this weekend. Yeah. Sure, but did he say anything that was just outright... Oh, a- no, 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 no. I think Nothing Paris was saying he's a piece of shit and he needs to go. <laughs> oh, well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I do... I don't want to, you know, do the, the Fox News game and have just one side of the argument. I never want to see that. I always want to have somebody there that's going to present the the conservative argument, but I don't want it to be the lunatic conservative argument. Well, that's the thing. I don't know of anyone who's a regular on CNN who contributes from the moderate Republican viewpoint. Actually, uh, there's a, a Hispanic couple. woman. Anna Navarro? Yeah, Anna Navarro. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. There's Anna Navarro, there's David Frum, there's uh, John Meacham. Mm. You know, but they were all never Trumpers. All right. Well, way to, you know, really shoot down my argument quick. (laughs) Because you're right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, but he backs Trump every chance. He is – he sounds logical and he's even-toned, but he is crazy in some of the things he says. I can't believe – Well, because he's got to be. Yeah. I can't believe he's stuck with Trump after this weekend. Holy Mm. moly. Well, listen, like I said, I saw him get into a lot of shit. This weekend with the shirt, just the beginning part of Charlottesville. After today, I don't know how he's going to go and defend this, but I'm sure they'll find a way. Mm. I mean, uh, Cornell West ripped into him. He was like, dude, he's like, stop faking it, man. Yeah. I I couldn't watch that. (laughs) Oh, it was great. He's like, he he goes, why you got to lie for this guy? You know, what are you doing? (laughs) It's real. Well, between the two of them, oh, man, Cornell West, he just does not know how to shut up. (laughs) No. So before we get on to the whole all the Trump stuff. Uh, mm. I did want to mention some of the things that Jeffrey Lord had said on air. First, he said that the the KKK was a progressive agenda started by the Democrats. <laughs> uh, he has asked a fellow panelist, a African-American panelist, when they were going to apologize for slavery. Wow. Uh, he, when Trump said about uh, police brutality and encouraging police brutality, he just called that a New York sense of humor. Uh, he said that Black Lives Matter provoked the neo-Nazi group into existence, that the neo-Nazis didn't exist until the Black Lives Matter movement provoked them. Wow. Wow. That's something. That's insanity. And, of course, lying about voter fraud and defending the sexist behavior of our president. So, I mean, those are just given. (laughs) They they all do. But, yeah, I mean, those things. And then, so, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. They were just looking for a reason to, to bounce him. And, uh, you know, on CNN, they have got to stop putting these people on. Th- this is ridiculous. Like, it's the, you know, the old argument of 98 scientists say one thing and I found two that say the opposite. Yeah. You know, like, climate control. like we don't need to hear the other side of the argument on, on a lot of things because these people are just nuts. Because, like, there are certain people out there who go, well, there's two sides of the argument. 
No, they're no. really not. Yeah. There's one side and this asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe Bastardi. <laughs> Classic. Man, I hate that guy. <laughs> So let's go over. I want to do a timeline because I don't think I, I think maybe Ian doesn't have the latest in the news. Possibly doubtful. Yeah, so, I don't know. Hit me up and then I'll find out. So okay. you know about what happened in Charlottesville? There was I forget what did they call it. It was an alt right. I forget what they called the right. it. Unite, unite the right. Unite the right. Yeah. yeah. So they had a unite the right march, and it was neo Nazis, KKK, just white nationalists, white supremacists were marching. Okay. Mm-hmm. And with them, there came a whole bunch. I don't know the numbers. I never heard the official numbers, but a bunch of uh, anti-protesters. Mm. Counter-protesters. Who were the, yeah, counter-protesters. And they were not, it was not entirely Black Lives Matter. There were no. a lot of different people and groups there. Antifa showed up. Antifa? I don't know who that is. Antifa? I call uh, it Antifa. <laughs> okay. So, it got violent. Yes. Mm-hmm. I heard that. Well, the protesters didn't go where they were supposed to go. There were police uh, in riot gear. The big news for a while was they were just kept showing the police pushing with using their shields to push the protesters out of where they the park that they weren't supposed to be in. And then different areas started going violent between the anti the counter protesters and and it started getting bad. And then a car came in and aimed at the group of counter protesters. Injured 19, I think it was, and killed a woman. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was clearly, by his social media postings, declared himself a neo-Nazi. Mm-hmm. They have a picture of him the, from the previous night holding a tiki torch with the rest of them. By yeah. the way, he's from Ohio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. I've been to nope. Ohio. <laughs> So there was all that, right? And then on, what was it? On Saturday night, Trump came out to condemn the violence that's going on, and he didn't condemn the neo-Nazis or the the white supremacists. He said all sides, many yeah. sides, yeah. that there was yeah, violence I was on say, many in sides. In fairness, both sides made mistakes. Antifa's <laughs> kind of, I didn't remember who they are, so I looked them up quick, but they are they are a little violent, yes. Uh, well, they wouldn't have been there unless the other people showed up first. <laughs> Agreed. Absolutely. Right. And, and let's be clear. The people showing up uh, in the original protest showed up in oh, yeah. military garb, carrying assault weapons, carrying bats, carrying shields. The, uh, many of these people were showing up armed. And chanting awful shit the night before. Yeah. Chanting <laughs> really bad shit. Yeah. The yeah. Jews won't rule us. Uh, blood and soil. Our streets, which, yeah, yeah, which was a which was a Nazi something something there, and there was some other shit in there. Oh yeah, yeah. my was... favorite guys were the ones who dressed up like golf golf Trump, yeah, <laughs> with the tan pants and the white shirt and the red MAGA hat. Yeah, they, they were, yeah, they were doing the the khakis and polo. It was really strange. So along with so all that's happening, and people are giving Trump a whole rash of shit. I think legitimately mm-hmm. because sure. he didn't he didn't denounce white supremacy. Oh, you missed one part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before Trump made the – well, there was the – he didn't tweet about it, and then he finally tweeted about it. And then it took like three hours after the event that he made the statement. But in between the end of the protest and the, and the uh, woman getting hit with the car, there was David Duke's statement. Oh, yeah. On film. Right. I didn't hear about that till later, but yeah. Yeah. And he made the statement that they were just fulfilling Donald Trump's promise – and they're going to take the country back, and this is what he said was going to we were we should well not what we should do, but he was like we're fulfilling his promises that he made to us, right. basically. Then Trump makes the statement. <laughs> so when did he make the actual statement condemning 
Well, yeah, yesterday. Th- yesterday? Yeah, okay. so it was Saturday, yeah, so it was and it was later. two days later. Two days later, he came out and condemned them, which Well, he read off late. of the teleprompter. Right. To, let's be clear. Right. Very <laughs> grudgingly led, read off the teleprompter after a massive amounts of pushback on what he did. Yes. From his own party, from, of course, from Democrats and, and leftists all alike. And he was like, all right, fine, I'll come out and read it. You know, and he read it. Yeah. Well, I mean, considering that they were saying stuff about Jews, you gotta think his daughter had something to say to him about this. Because she's Jewish. Oh, I love the the Ivanka excuse. You know, you look at the news and they're like, well, Ivanka tweeted this and that. And I'm like, Ivanka's not the fucking president. Right. He needs to say the words. That's one of his primary jobs. His – that first response was so Mm. (laughs) ridiculous. Um, and then I believe after that, didn't didn't they start like questioning him? And he was like, "No, no, no, you're fake news." Or was that yesterday? I think that was yesterday. Okay, that was yesterday. So they they tried to they tried to get him to say a little bit more, and he was like, "No." And it was CNN, the guy from CNN. And he's like, "No, you're fake news. I'm not talking to you." Right. And then the big the big thing was today, yeah. where he did <laughs> he did come out and speak, and it wasn't so wait, written wait, down. Before you get it, Ian, you have no idea what happened today. I don't think so. Oh, so he's. <laughs> He started off, this is a speech about, this is this big speech about infrastructure. So he gives this big speech about his infrastructure plans, and nobody has n- any idea what he said. <laughs> or cares. Or cares. So I'm bad at telling stories. Somebody else is going to have to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he starts off with the infrastructure stuff, and nobody really cares. But then he does. I, so I haven't seen it, but I just read part of it. So mm. at some point, he I transitions. I watched all of it, by the way. <laughs> okay. Well, at some point, correct me if I'm wrong on any point. He transitions and starts talking again about Charlottesville. Nope. And No, nope. they asked him about it. Oh, they asked him about it specifically. Okay. And he completely did a 180 again. And this time said, he said that there were good people there on the side of the protesters. No, on both sides. Right. Sure. But he completely went back to, I'm I'm not going to condemn anyone. And he he pulled the, the white supremacist line completely. Right. He said that with the the alt-right group, that there were KKK and they're bad people. And there were, um, you know, uh, Nazis and they're bad people. But there were also other people there. And their only concern was about preserving the history of the statue in Charlottesville, which is the whole point of this whole thing. So then he went on this tirade about, well, who's next? Are we going to take down the statues of George Washington? He owned slaves. What about... Um, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. He owns slaves. Are we going to, you know, not honor him anymore? And I think all the reporters just went, (laughs) Yeah. He also started going, um, he's like, I don't see anybody complaining about the far left and what they were doing. They showed up without a, without a, uh, a permit. And yeah. they had clubs and shields. And I mean, like, everyone's like, are you <laughs> seriously equating these two things? Yeah. And um, he just kept – he double, tripled, quadrupled down <laughs> on, <laughs> on his statement. Yeah. It was, it was insane. It was fucking insane. He dropped all pretense. And instead of the prepare, this was, and all of it was completely off of the cuff. And he was angry and he was, you could tell this is really what he thinks. And he thinks that there were people there that were marching with the, the Nazis and, and, you know, the KKK people that are just history buffs. And there's, you know, what is, why, why can't we just leave that statue up there? And if we're going to go after them, George Washington, Jefferson, you know, it, it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, when you really looked at it and I was like, I'm watching this go, it really sounds like he's defending the KKK. Yeah. And saying like, and bitching more about the other side. 
Like yeah. he never he he was not nearly as passionate in condemning the the far right or the alt right and all the and the KKK and all of them. But when it came to the left people, he was on fucking fire mad. Right. And he called mm-hmm. them the alt left. The alt left, yeah. The hell is no the permits, clubs, you know Defending the, themselves. The Shields, clubs, deadly. Yeah. Ha. I want to be excited about this, but I can't. <laughs> Why not? Because he came out and said, I enjoy sexually assaulting women. And everybody said, right on. (laughs) You are our hero. Mr. President, sign me up. And so this will have no impact. Well, here's the thing. No fucking impact. Here's the thing. I'm kind of with you sort of on this because I was listening to the news afterwards and Man, are people fucking riled up about this more than mm-hmm. I've seen them riled up about anything he's said so far, next to the pussy grabbing incident. <laughs> and a lot of people on his side. But and I and I said the same thing. I was like, I don't think anything's gonna come of this, you know, as usual. But I was like, well, maybe. But the the, the most important part is is that he had a, an out on this one. Yeah. And he did it yesterday because anybody who was like, well, I wish the president had said something more. And then he came out and gave his tepid response yesterday. They can see, well, there he did it. We're in the clear. He said it, right. you know, and that could have been the end of it. If anybody ever brought it up, they could go. He said it two days later. He condemned him. What more do you want? Then this fucker goes the next day and fucking wipes everything he did out yesterday. So <laughs> and I mean, I don't know what the odds are that he could come out again and explain himself and try to dig himself out of this fucking hole. But, like, it's very hard to defend what he said today. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Very hard. Well, I mean, he equated – he he actually made the argument about, you know, George Washington. You, you, you can't – you can still honor a person and understand that the flaws that he had because of the times. But Robert E. Lee, I, I think he went a little bit further than that. I think that it, it is everything that he stood for. It is what he is famous for. He is famous for – trying to preserve slavery in the United States. That was his thing. It's yeah, different. I mean, it's if George Washington, if, if, you know, if when when uh, America was founded and they said, hey, listen, George, we want you to be president, but also we're thinking slaves is probably not a good thing. He's like, fuck that shit. <laughs> we need our slaves. And I, I'm the only way I'm going to be the president. Everybody's like, oh, God, man. Yeah. What a dick. But you know, even, but- even, even more broadly and less socially, I will say this. Robert E. Lee lost. If you hmm. lose, you don't get a statue. <laughs> Hitler didn't get a statue. Mussolini didn't get a statue. We pulled down all the Saddam statues. Hmm. When you lose, you don't get to be celebrated anymore. Now, right. here's the counter argument to that. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's not my counter argument. It's what they're going with. And this must be a talking point from Fox News because I was hearing this argument before Trump even brought it up about ripping down statues of George Washington. All over the Milford Borough page. Oh, wow, these guys. I love them. Our videos, I guess last night they ripped down a, a another statue of somebody in some town in North Carolina. Yeah. And all right. these uh, protesters got up and they started kicking the statue and they were going crazy. And so they're posting this video and they're like, can you believe these fucking animals? How dare dare they it's american history and there's arguing going on left and right meanwhile i'm thinking like you guys are defending a fucking confederate soldiers you know whoever big name it was i don't know maybe stonewall jackson or whoever the fuck it was like why are you one you're living pennsylvania you're not even from the fucking south so that must be the fox talking point because trump 
reiterated that almost exactly the same way as everybody on the page has been doing that. And their argument is, it's history, and we have to remember history. And if we don't remember history, we're doomed to repeat it. <laughs> yes, you remember history. You, you, you don't idolize it. And that's what they're doing. Well, you put a up a statue. Between, yeah, there's a difference between teaching history and, uh, and idolizing, just idolizing. like you said. Yeah. I mean, a statue is a thing to idol. It's not a piece of art, necessarily. Uh, in this case, it's not. It, it is an idol. It might not be a religious idol, but it's an idol. It's, oh, man, it makes me so mad. <laughs> it seems like such a clear-cut, easy thing. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yes. It really does. And yet, these fucking morons are defending this. They're, they, and not only that, defending, condemning the people taking down the statues. How dare you? Yeah. And apparently, they're throwing a fit over the fact that Charlottesville was going to take down that Robert E. Lee statue. That's where How all dare this you? started. That's history. But I'm talking about people who weren't even there. Yeah. People why do you in, care? in my small ass town. Because they're racists. That's why. That's, I think that's what it is. There, there's yeah. got to be an underlying racist component to it. And, and I, that I, they secretly are happy that white people went down there with fucking tiki torches. You fucking <laughs> lamos. Uh, <laughs> By the way, know, t- Tiki Brand came out with a uh, anti Nazi <laughs> yeah, statement. Right? They had a stronger response uh, than our own president. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was good, though. I like the tiki torches. Who knew that neo Nazis shopped at Pier One? <laughs> Like Citronella. Not only that, they've been uh, – do you see they've been taking the pictures of the protesters from Friday night, the clear-cut ones, the real sharp, high-def images and being like, do you know this guy? Does he work for you? And like a lot of them have been losing jobs or uh, yeah. just getting slipped. Now, I don't getting kind outed, of agree with know. the losing the job thing, but it, well, you're, you're firing somebody for a thought crime. Yeah. Well, no. Again, you're they're representing your company. Yeah, it's yeah. You're right. I guess you're. But like one guy worked at like a hot dog stand. Like it's not. <laughs> it's not like he's signing a you know uh, <laughs> intellectual right, property. I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> right. I know. I'm not saying it's it's the you know quality of the job. But if if it's not his hot dog stand and the owner doesn't want to be known as the Nazi hot dog stand. No, I agree. I because if I were me, I'd be like. Ah, oh, Kevin, man, nobody's coming in because you're working here. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> One place even put up a sign saying so-and-so has been fired. We're, we're clear. Come in. Get a Jamba Juice. These people knew that there were going to be cameras there. They went there because there were going to be cameras there. They didn't do this you know, in, in secrecy and in the dark. They got tiki torches. They lit up their faces and they went in public, well, as what's-his-name would say. They, they wanted to be in public. <laughs> After Trump's statements today, David Duke – uh, tweeted again oh, and thanked the president for his statements oh. uh, and his condemning of uh, Antifa or Antifa and the alt left and BLM, Black Lives Matter, and all the other terrorist groups. Oh my God! Meanwhile, yeah. there's only one group that committed a terrorist act over the weekend. Yeah, and it's not any of them. Right. This is where we're at. Yeah. The, ter- mean, the terrifying thing about that guy in the car, his intention was to kill a lot of people. The only reason yeah. he only killed one person was because there was another car behind the first row of people. Otherwise, he would have killed lots of people. So I, I feel bad for this woman and her family, but uh, honestly, I think we got off easy with that one. Holy crap. He was. Oh, yeah. It could have been way worse. Oh, yeah. So I, like I didn't the- hear this until uh, until I started looking at stuff today. The guy that arranged the uh, the protest here in, in Charlottesville, apparently they are getting ready to have another protest at the at Texas A&M. Oh, okay. I heard that got canceled, though. It, it, did oh, yeah. get, it did get canceled. But now he's saying that he is going to gather people and uh, do a march down a public road anyway. I heard they were going back to Charlottesville. 
Oh, God. Leave that poor town alone. I don't think that would go well for them. No. <laughs> it's not going to go well wherever they show up. This is, I mean, you know, say what you will about, uh, I keep wanting to call them Antifa. Is it pronounced Antifa? I think it's Antifa. All right, Antifa. I mean, I don't want to see anybody get hurt ever, but when guys show up with guns and torches and shit like that, like, what what can you do? You can't beat a drum. You know, I mean, at the very mm. least, could they just stand there and not, like, just be ready? Like, not start attacking? I don't know. You, don't you know, know me. I, I kind of, I'm in that fight fire with fire mode of thinking lately. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this with them. <laughs> oh, with Antifa. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah. F- yeah. Go in there. Fucking beat the <laughs> shit out of these scumbags. Yeah. I don't. I, I think you have to de- defend. You def- absolutely defend yourself and fight back if you were attacked. Do not start anything. Right. I would agree with that. I mean, did you hear – there was another story too about, you know, after the guy running the people over with the car and, and basically after the after most of the protesters dispersed, uh, one black guy was in a in a uh, parking garage and he was getting ready and he got accosted by five alt-right guys. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. Did you see beat. this video? Oh, it's bad. I, didn't see, I only saw a picture. There's a video of it? There's yeah. a video of it. Oh, God. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's unpleasant. Yeah. So they start beating him with their flagpoles, I believe. Different sticks. I, mean, I don't know what all they were. They were a whole uh, bunch of I different I thought they things. were the flagpoles of their Nazi flags and whatnot. One guy hit him with one of the shields with the big black X on it. There was another guy hitting him with a stick. The guy, another guy just kicked him in the face. Um, yeah, he was, it was a bad day for that guy. I mean, that is a straight up lynching. Yeah. Right? And then it was, it was those, uh, Antifa guys that came in and helped them and, and scared them off from what I heard. Okay. Is that true? Again, I didn't, I didn't see, see the, the end video. of it. Yeah, yeah I it kind of gets cut off. Um, there are a lot of people there with cameras, but I haven't seen yeah. a whole whole lot more after after the initial, you know, beating. But uh, it, you're talking about fighting fire with fire. I saw this posted, uh, I believe it was on Reddit. It's a, just a like a PSA. Uh, just remember, before you decide to punch a Nazi, stop and think about the harm you may be doing. Keep your wrist straight, clench your fist tightly, and strike with your middle knuckle to avoid personal injury. <laughs> Best post ever. Yeah. The, the only thing that uh, – the only good part of the whole no, – it wasn't good, but the, the Charlottesville, one thing really struck me. Do you think back to the pictures of the, uh, the race riots in the 60s and the fighting fight for civil rights, and the people fighting for civil rights were mostly – people of color. So it was the African-American community. It was anybody that actually had a full stake in the game. But if you looked at the crowds in Charlottesville, it was everybody. It was a lot of white faces. It was Asian yeah. faces. It was everybody. So the the tide has turned. I, I think that people keep bringing, I mean, the news, I've heard it a couple of times that are we, you know, going back to the sixties. No, we're not. We're not going back to the sixties. Have we, you know, one step back? Yeah, this is one step back. But we're still moving forward. This, this, I don't know. This. I mean, I was like the past couple of days. I feel like I'm just ashamed to even live in this fucking country. <laughs> yeah, like I said, one step back. This this has not been a good time. But we're still moving forward. There were still a lot of people that care, and they were down there and they were fighting for the, what is right. And they weren't all the people that were. I mean, this poor woman that was killed. Uh, this did not impact her directly. This did not impact her personally. Did not. She was a you know, a nice white woman as a paralegal. I think she was. But um, she still cared enough to do something about it. It wasn't just Bernie Sanders down there helping, is what I'm saying. I guess that's true. No. I learned about this in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> about two things being true. So the one thing that has come of it, I mean, with with Trump giving the speech that he did today, I think you're going to see even more just everyday Joes 
come out and say, well, yeah, why can't I be proud to be white? Mm-hmm. And you've got uh, – there's this one guy, Dave Daubenmeyer. I don't know if anybody's heard of them. This guy mm-hmm. is also in Ohio. He hosts a radio show and he is just – going on. He calls the people who were against the neo-Nazis there in Charlottesville, he calls them Christ-haters. What? If you, if you uh, because, you know, I don't even follow his logic. I can't even. He says, please tell me you're smart enough to understand this, that those were staged riots. Can I tell you why? Because somebody wants to stir up a mess. They're trying to drive us to civil war. This is leads to an argument that I had with a guy at work. He believes that President Obama was the biggest biggest president to divide our country since it was formed. Not no. intentionally. Uh, when since it was formed, no, absolutely not. We, yeah, we I don't. I don't see how that. <laughs> I don't see how that statement is true in in any way. But I, I think it riled up the the racists in the country and got them moving again. They they had been settling down, and all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, that's not acceptable." <laughs> But what it's causing is it's causing – he like this guy is saying, what if we went into every town and tore down Martin Luther King Jr. signs? What if we turned – you know, tore down those signs? Well, that's what we these that? people are doing for our heritage, not hey. understanding the distinction between Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert E. Lee. <laughs> that's what I don't understand about this thing. It makes no fucking sense. Like when they start talking about white pride and – like, you're not going to turn us away and I'm fighting for the white, right race. White race? <laughs> what I meant to say? What does any of that have to do with Robert Lee? Well, there, there's, an, there's an important component to this that they – the Civil War doesn't end the way they – that the history books say for them. They don't think it really ended. They call it the, the War of Northern Aggression. And, the War um, of what? Northern Aggression. It's the War of right. Northern Aggression. It wasn't the Civil War. They don't think that it ended the way that it ended. They don't know and understand that they lost. So for them, it is their heritage. They just but, kind of, you know, slunk away for a while and there was a, a you know, some detente was reached and now they can resurge again. They don't understand that they lost. What does any of that lost. have to do with being white? Slave owners as opposed to slaves. I, I understand that. But what does it have to do with being white? What is Robert E. Lee, was Robert E. Lee a great white civil rights <laughs> activist? Oh, I, no, it's just it, it's just historical. I think it's just a historical figure that fought for what they believe in. I don't understand right. the, the owning white, slaves. Yes. Right. I don't understand how that's to proud white? to be white. And that's really kicked off. I've seen that in my own Facebook and on on other oh, me posts. Too. And I don't understand the the proud to be white. I don't understand Proud to be – well, you have it all the time. Like Irish Americans during St. Patrick's Day, they put on the proud to be Irish and mm. I don't understand the pride in your race. Shouldn't pride be reserved for stuff that you do or achieve? Yes. Yes, it should be. I had that same argument with somebody today. Well, I was like, why would you be proud to be white? You had nothing to fucking do with it as opposed to even proud to be black. Well, it, there's a pride of being – for them, there's pride in being white because you are the the superior – Slash master slash whatever race. But why do you race. take pride in that? You had nothing to do with it. No, but you are that. So you, you can are, take pride in the well, fact the, that you're the, at the top of the stack. That's <laughs> well, what I came into with the, into this discussion with this person is, is like the word should not be pride. Right. Like mm-hmm. even though black pride is – I understand what black pride means to a black person. Sure. But the word pride is probably – should be changed. It's not going to be. It's it's become part of the zeitgeist of their language. Sure. You know, and of – well, of everybody's language, I should say. But – for anybody to say, well, I'm proud to be white. No, that's not exactly true. You're happy to be white. Happy, right. Yeah. You're okay with being white. <laughs> I, I, I have no problems being white, but yeah. I'm not fucking proud of it. 
<laughs> right. So being white is not an achievement. Right. Right. <laughs> but it, it it's just an indication that um, you, you, you're at the top of the pyramid, not being pissed on at the bottom. That's all but it really, is. really, that level of pride, the level where you're saying, I'm proud to be whatever. I'm proud to be American. I'm a proud. I'm proud to be uh, of my race. Really, what you're saying is, I'm happy I'm who I am. And it, it also ca- causes tribalism. I'm happy mm. I'm not one of them. Right. And it otherizes everyone else. Otherwise. Well, I mean, it's yeah. – that's why, I'm, like, it, the phrase should be, I'm okay being white. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't regret being white. And just as a, per- a black person, we're like, I don't regret being black. I'm okay with being black. I don't feel bad about it. Right. But I, again, but the thing is, is that – damn it, I had a point and I fucking forgot it. <laughs> I, uh, Shit. But, but I think that the key to it is white people should understand and acknowledge the advantages they have in life in this country. Mm, definitely. And understand yeah, but, that, that other people don't have those advantages. That's the key to it. I mean, no, I disagree. Mm? I mean, I'm not disagreeing that white people haven't had an advantage. But, mm. <laughs> but like I heard it best explained to me in the sense that like – Again, I have no issue with a black person saying black pride. I understand what they mean, even though the word is – it should be changed. You sure. had nothing to do with being black just as much as I had nothing to do with being white. <laughs> but when you say I'm proud to be white, that unfortunately has been co-opted by racists yes. long before it was a thing to go, well, why can't I say it? So there is – so anybody who really runs around saying I'm proud to be white, like really says it, yeah. is probably a racist. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, it, well, it's, you know, white pride slash white power. They go together and there's a reason they go together. Right. If that hadn't been co-opted by races in, in the past 100 years or however long, then it probably wouldn't be so such a slap in the face to other races. Right. I, I think the one of the keys to this is, I mean, as a white woman, I am privileged in this country in a way that a lot of other women aren't. But as white men, you are really privileged. In this country, more so than anybody else. I mean, you, you know, you statistically and historically will get the 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 you know the best of the stuff, whatever yeah, the stuff is. I mean, is. for example, there was uh, I hear just recently in Charlottesville, there was mm. a group of white people who showed up armed to the teeth, and mm. nothing was done about that. Imagine right. if there had been a Black Lives Matter group and they were all armed to the teeth. Right. Imagine they were Muslim. Yeah. yeah. How how long would that have lasted? They would. Have been, how quickly would have Trump tweeted? Told you, yeah. fucking terrorist. <laughs> yeah, the terrorism was would have been brought up immediately. So, by the way, I was just scrolling down the news here. Uh oh, <laughs> HuffPost <laughs> Huff Post puts out Alex Jones claims many KKK demonstrators are just Jewish actors. Oh my god! <laughs> and that they look like they're from the cast of Seinfeld. <laughs> wow, That's the khakis and the polos. He is. Lost it. Oh my god. Well, that uh, Wayne Allen Root after yeah. after the uh, so this this idiot um, apparently he I don't know what he does he just owns stuff apparently and uh, that gives him a voice. <laughs> he says after uh, to the article that says one dead, nineteen injured. He says such bullshit. Probably paid actors and infiltrators hired by Soros. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I'm seeing a lot of Soros shit on in the Milford page. He also says uh, no conservative I've ever met commits violence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about Sebastian Gorka, Karen's favorite guy? Oh, I didn't see what last he said. week. Last week he was like, there hasn't been any violence from uh, white nationalists ever. Oh my god, ever, ever, or, or in the past fifty. So he said something ridiculous like that. I mean, can we all assume, or are we all thinking this that? 
there are white supremacists in the White House right now running oh, it. Yeah. Well, I think we basically said that when he when he filled out yeah. his cabinet posts. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you catch what he said about Bannon today? Yeah. Yeah. He sh- he He's did like- not. He kind of threw Bannon under the bus in that in the Trump way of doing it, as right. saying, "Well, he's a good guy. I really like him. We'll see what happens." Right. Yeah, that means That's, you're gone. It's just a kiss of death. Yeah. <laughs> and he never called him Steve. He kept calling him Mister Bannon. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, he came on late. I don't know. He's a nice guy. I don't, I don't know him that well. We'll see." <laughs> yeah, he's going to be gone within the month. <laughs> on top of that, I mean, and again, back to Ian's point about nothing happening. Did you see that the four CEOs of those companies left his uh, business council thing? Yes, oh, I, wa- I did. I wanted to look this up. So how how many times has this council met? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't even know what they're supposed to be doing. Apparently well, together they have never met. All of them. Okay. Right. So, yeah, the first one after this event, the first one to leave was Ken Frazier, who's the CEO of Merck. And if you don't know what Merck is, if you uh, ever complained about the large pharmaceutical companies and what they're doing to this country, you're talking yeah, about Merck. Merck. Uh, yeah. It's one of the right. biggest. But he is an African-American. He was on the council. He's CEO, again, of Merck. And he stepped down and he said he did it to take a stand against intolerance and extremism. Uh, he then got rebuked by Trump, saying that, uh, <laughs> well, good, now he'll have more time to lower the rip-off drug prices, which, all right, in all That's honesty, amazing. that was that was <laughs> pretty good. That was... <laughs> right, well, Rudy, but he right. brought him in on the council! Right. <laughs> right. Now, yeah, despite that being a fair claim, now, if you could bring us up on to speed uh, about what negative things he had to say about Elon Musk when he left... I don't actually know what he said. He what say, about the guy, what about the guy from Intel? Didn't say a thing. Hmm. What what about the guy from uh Nope. Nope. I'm no? just giving you nopes right away. <laughs> oh, so okay. it, it was just the black guy is what you're saying? Yeah. Or is that indeed been just the black guy? So I was <laughs> actually waiting for Elon Musk to leave to say that he was going leaving the council because of this, but as it turns out, he left the council and I didn't I didn't uh, hear about after it. After the Paris Accord? Yeah, he left after yeah. the Paris yeah. Accord thing. I was oh, 31 minutes ago. Two AFL CIO leaders quit. The uh, CEO of the first ones were the CEO of Under Armour, the Intel CEO, and and the AFL CIO president announced he was leaving. And the uh, vice president or something was also in it, and he also left. Now my question is though, has this group ever met? Do they actually do anything? Do they have a say in the in government, or are they just names on a plaque behind Trump's head? You know what I mean? They Are do, they just there to give him cachet? They have all met with Trump. I okay. don't believe they have all met as a group, but I know many, most of them have met with Trump and that Trump is supposed to be using them as economic advisors. Yeah, but does, he doesn't listen to freaking anybody, though. Obviously. <laughs> no, but this is a definite chink in his armor to have all four of them leave on the same day. I don't, I don't think it's ending with those four. <laughs> no, so. no, 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 but – it's it's kind of crumbling because a we'll lot see. of them that aren't leaving are saying we completely want to distance ourselves from what the president said. We completely disavow. We condemn the acts of neo Nazis, neo Nazis in general. They all say this, and several of them are saying yes, we completely condemn that, uh, but we still want to say in the economy, so we're not leaving the council. Mm. Which you know, I can't really blame them. I mean, you you still want to have your say. Yeah, but if if you're doing it just to make sure that – are they doing it because other corporations are leading, leaving and they're going, ha-ha, we'll have more of a say now. He'll listen to us more. He'll do things that benefit me and my company more. It's possible. And that's cold-blooded as hell. 
But the guy from Merck didn't do that, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which has got to be one of the most cold-blooded companies in the world, so. <laughs> Trust me, if it hits them in their pocket, they'll leave. Sure. <laughs> and I think that the um, the boycott has already begun of all companies that are still in. But it's like all the things. It <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to buy groceries from your local local grocer. Not anybody big. And, you know, no more Pepsi <laughs> or Dell's. Yeah, or I mean, the, the list of companies on this uh, it, <laughs> is amazing. I mean, yeah. Dow, Dell, Whirlpool, Ford, Johnson & Johnson, uh, Lockheed Martin, General Electric. Like, it, it's everyone. It's, it is. Yeah. But in any case. It's been, a, it's been a crazy few days. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what it's like on Earth One, where I'm originally from. <laughs> wonder how, curious how Hillary handled this situation. Oh, my God. <laughs> or if it even happened. Yeah, probably wouldn't have. So what do you think the role of religion is with the alt-right? Specifically with the, you know, some, I mean, we know what the role is with the KKK, the whole cross-burning thing, Jesus, that's a, that's a whole thing. Well, they all certainly hate Jews. <laughs> that's the, the Nazi shtick, yeah. But yeah. I think... The, uh, but they were all chanting that. Yeah. Well, I think they all hate Jews. I, I don't understand, but whatever. I think there is a subpart. There are other parts of these um, alt-right groups though, that are not religious. And I, I'm curious as to what will happen as they try to combine forces. Are they going to be able to do it based because some of them are highly religious and some of them I don't think are. I think as long as you're white, you're a right. <laughs> <laughs> but if I don't know. What makes you think that they're not religious? I'm just – I'm not saying that the alt-right is all religious, but – I haven't seen any evidence to the contrary. I was reading about it a little bit earlier. I'll see if I can find some reference and put it on the website. But I think that there are some subgroups that are not particularly religious or are atheist. So it'd be interesting to find out what percentage it is, I guess. Hmm. I, I do agree, though, that the uh, idolatry of, of Jesus definitely plays a large role in the alt-right. Just maybe not all of them, which I found was I thought was interesting. I didn't know if anybody else knew anything about it. Not offhand. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know that, but I, I mean, from my experience, from what I understand, most of most of those types of organizations require you to believe in God, mm. believe in the Bible. NPR has an article, The Rise of Secularism and the Alt-Right, so there is something to it, but I'll have to read some more and sure. report back. <laughs> so uh, the last thing I wanted to hit on Trump, the uh, y you posted this, Jared. Um, I don't I don't remember which one which guy is this the the pastor that uh, gave the sermon at the inauguration that uh, no, then that was that that was that girl wasn't it that woman oh She's he one of those uh... he preached in the morning of the inauguration it wasn't oh he did yeah no. but uh, yeah separate um so but he basically has told Trump that uh, he, so he leads a mega church in Texas. Robert Jeffries, uh, and he has told Trump and gone public with the statement that Trump has the authority to take out Kim Jong-un. Oh. So he's basically saying, God endorses your nuclear war. <laughs> this just in. Got a call. God says it's go. okay. You're clear. <laughs> but that's, on, that's only one priest. I mean, don't oh, you need. Oh, Jesus, if you only need one priest. Holy that's crap. Because that's the one they'll always bring up. <laughs> Well, like, would, you know, Pastor So-and-so said it was okay. I think you need a majority of priests. <laughs> or at least a I don't know. If you, if you only need one priest, I'm hitching my wagon to a hot oil rubdown guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did anybody ask him where he stands on this? 
<laughs> is it okay for the president to kill Kim Jong-un? <laughs> like, if a, in all honesty, though, if someone's going to come out and say that, a, a clergyman, y- you, you've basically just told everybody else, I'm so full of shit. Yeah. It's so obvious I'm full of shit, right, that I don't believe anything that I'm preaching, that I would say this. Because it goes against really everything. Yeah. Apparently, he came out and said that many pacifist Christians will cite Romans 12, which says, do not repay evil for evil. But Jeffrey says that's just referring to Christians, not the government. So the government can repay evil with evil. Uh, It's just the pacifist Christians who say that, uh, that that's what that means, that the government shouldn't. So he's saying, yep. North Korea, if they make a problem, go right ahead. He was asked, don't you want the president to embody the Sermon on the Mount? And he said, absolutely not. That's not the role of the president or the government. So a separation of church and state? (laughs) No, in in no way. (laughs) Kill them all. Let God sort them out. Well, the whole problem with North Korea, the 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 issue of North Korea is actually a, a very sticky one. The more I, you know, I'm taught about it by the television these last few weeks. <laughs> I mean, it, it's there are some dissidents in North Korea that don't believe Kim Jong Un anymore, but it sounds like the vast majority of them are buying into the whole. You know, he's he's got emperor. <laughs> Turns out people are very uh, malleable. Yeah. So, so if you do Stop take it. him out, then what happens? Yeah, that's the question. Uh, right. Nobody knows. Yeah. And China, I think, has got uh, probably a, a decent insight as to what will happen, and it will be millions of refugees, all of them really hungry, and um, a border with the West, which they don't want. So, yeah, I think some people are saying that it's likely that the government of South Korea would be able to basically take over and help out the North Koreans, but a lot of mm-hmm. North Koreans are going to reject that, cross the border north. into China. Right. And um, and even if that were to be the case and they stabilized, yeah, South Korea is one of our allies. Yeah. China doesn't like that. No. But that's okay. God said it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's your answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. That is all that I have for this week. Does anybody have anything else? No. I'm burnt. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, I wanted to check real quick and see if we had any information on the Alabama situation. Oh, right. Uh, there is 79% reporting, and it looks like we are going to have a runoff between Roy Moore and Luther Strange. Roy Moore is at 39.5%, and Luther Strange is at 32%. Oh, yeah. I mean, not, neither of them are going to reach 50 at this point, so. Right. Yeah. Doug Jones, it looks like, has been a clear winner of the Democratic Party. Was sixty four percent of Democrats. Uh, just to give you an idea, the the number of votes on the Democratic side is it looks like one hundred twenty thousand, maybe one hundred thirty thousand. That's about the number of votes that Roy Moore got. Wow! So not a very good chance of the Democrat winning in that state. Well, uh, was he <laughs> running opposed? Doug Jones, yes. So, but I'm, somebody I'm, else running. I'm okay. estimating totaling them all up. Okay. Well, I'm wondering if um, there wasn't that big of a turnout because he wasn't really running that that opposed. <laughs> you're just trying to be hopeful. I see where you're I going. I am. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can't help it. So there you go. We will find out more in September. But Roy Moore, still on the run. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all I've got for this week. If anyone would like to contact us, you can do so by going to our website, ProfaneArgument.com, and leave a message on a particular episode. Or you can go to our Facebook page, which I believe is Facebook.com slash ProfaneArg. 
Uh, you can also contact us on Twitter at ProfaneArg or email godless at ProfaneArgument.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can support it by sharing it on social media or leaving a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. I don't know. Can you leave a review on Stitcher? I don't have Stitcher. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, leave a review wherever you happen to listen. Or you can go to, uh, yeah, SoundCloud where it is uh, hosted and leave a review there. I'd also like to encourage everyone to check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Check out other shows. If you're looking for a podcast, you can probably find something. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I am Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. you.